Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Bruise Not Broken podcast. Today, we're going to get started off with a devotional coming from John chapter 5, verse 6. If you have it, wonderful. If you don't have it, I'm going to read it to you guys. So again, it's coming from John chapter 5, verse 6. And it says, When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? And the question for this devotional is, what do you want Jesus to heal in you? Do you want to get well? God is asking us, do we want to get well today? If we really want to get well, we need to be open and honest with the Lord. We need to bring it all to him. Like we say to God, you know, God heal me, but we don't admit to the flaws in our life. We don't admit to the areas where we have faults and where we are a mess in. And we need to be able to admit to that. We got to stop being in denial. Okay. Stop denying your flaws. It's okay to be imperfect. It's all right. (laughs) We're human. It happens. But if you really want healing, like you say you do, pick up your mat and walk. Just like the lame man. Have the confidence and the faith that God has already healed you. Pick up your mat and walk. Okay? Like, we always say, you know, we want this thing from God or we want God to do all of these things for us. But we don't even have the confidence nor the faith to do so. We don't even trust in him. Because if we did, if we did, then we would already be walking in healing. But the reason that your healing process is, you know, held up is because you have not brought it to God. You weren't honest with God. You weren't open with him. You didn't trust him enough to lay it on to him. Instead, you're seeking healing from false prophets. You're seeking healing from people who don't even know where to start at or where the wound even begins. But God does because he sees you for who you are. He sees the real you, the you that nobody, that not everybody is able to see. The you that falls behind closed doors. That you. So, just, you know, keep in mind the question of the day. What do you want Jesus to heal in you? And from there, we are going to hop into today's topic, which is called refocus. Why am I talking about refocus? Well, for starters, people are canceling 2020 and we still got another quarter. Okay, we are in the last quarter and people are trying to cancel out the year. No, no. Don't throw away your goals. Don't throw away your resolutions. Like, no, don't throw those things away. Keep them. Why are you giving up so easily? Yes, this year was (laughs) anything but expected, but you are still capable of getting things done just because of who you serve and who you have behind you. We got to refocus. At the end of 2019, everybody was big on the topic of vision. Because, of course, 2020 vision, you know, (laughs) all the New Year's sermons and speeches were built around that vision and getting a new perspective. 2020 was going to be the year. Okay, we always say that, you know, towards the end of the year, the next year is going to be the year. Everybody was hyped to get their heads on straight. But as soon as February slash March hit, the view kind of faded away. That vision that everybody was getting kind of faded away. And it sounds bad, but people's worlds were shaking up. I mean, how do you prepare for something you never even heard of? Seriously, how do you prepare for COVID? How can you prepare for these things that you didn't even know was close to home? The vision that everybody was getting in the beginning of 2020 started to get blocked by a smokescreen. 
Don't lose hope holding out for fear. Yes, we are walking on uncharted territory, but at least we aren't walking without direction. God holds our hand and leads us through the darkest valleys. When a camera goes out of focus, you make adjustments to the lens until you're able to get a clear shot. Same goes for your life. You might have had some goals set for the year that have been knocked back because of the pandemic, but I want you to go to God in prayer and ask him to help you make the proper adjustments so that you can get a clear shot at the opportunity God opened up for you. And it may not be that the pandemic has thrown you off your game. It can also be because someone or something else has weakened your vision. And sometimes when our sight is weakened, we turn against God and towards the evil things like Job. Listen, y'all, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming soon. And I don't know when or where, but I do know that when he comes, I need to have done all that I could to glorify his holy name. And I'm telling y'all this because time isn't promised and you can't keep putting God off for a temporary fix. When we take a deep dive into the word vision, we'll run into an old French definition of supernatural sight. Yes, supernatural sight. So with that being said, I put two and two together and got a message. The message is that God gives the vision. It can also be defined as presence. And when I take all the definitions and mix them together, I understand that the vision can't be taken from you unless you willingly give it away to darkness. Because y'all, what God gives can't be taken by the world. Because his ways are above ours. So if you've lost your vision for 2020, it's because you've gotten comfortable with sitting on the sidelines. Mm. Instead of fighting for your future, you found comfort in your past. Who is that for? (laughs) I'm going to say that again. Instead of fighting for your future, you found comfort in your past. Listen, don't let this push you back to your old self. Don't lose your progress just because things got tough. When Joseph's dream got interrupted by the sadistic acts of his brothers, he did not let the pain of abandonment and rejection blur his vision. Granted, Joseph had to take a little detour, but even in the midst of oppression, he held tight to the supernatural sight he received from the Lord. Your vision will birth a nation. It may sound drastic, but it's true. If it weren't for Joseph having that dream, having that vision, there wouldn't be any children of Israel. Better yet, there wouldn't have been a Passover. Listen, you have to think about the cost of your actions. Major events are tied into your vision, so don't cancel the year just yet. See it through. Adjust your angle so that you can get a clear view of what's next. It's okay, y'all. It's okay to say that you're overwhelmed. 2020 has been nothing short of a natural. But know this, that pressure provides direction. Yes, pressure provides direction. You may have experienced a couple of losses, but remember that with God, there's a balance. The Lord makes crooked paths straight, and when you've lost something, you also gain something better. You probably can't see it now, but the Lord is removing clutter out of your life to free up space for better. You're probably a workaholic, and 2020 has been tough on business, but with business being slow, your employer had to let you go. Not even thinking about the family you have to provide for. How can you possibly get through that? And you're probably thinking, well, how can that be how can that be better than what I lost? I just lost my job. How am I going to provide? Like how is that a blessing? No job means no money. Am I right? 
I mean, technically, but the Lord is not a God of technicality. He's a God who puts you on the mind of a person who will offer you a better job that is more flexible with your personal life. Ooh, I'm getting somewhere. I was out of work for three months, okay? And at the time in my mind, I felt like the anxiety just was building up. I didn't know that companies were going to offer special arrangement plans, and I didn't know anything about unemployment benefits. Like, all of that stuff was brand new to me. It was new territory. And instead of allowing anxiety to roam free in my mind, I prayed on it and over my current situation. Because why should I get riled up over something I can't control? Being unemployed, I now have more time to work on myself. And in my mind, I'm like, God, this is the last thing I need. But then God was like, no, it's the last thing you want. Ooh, I'm getting somewhere, y'all. He was right. As always, I didn't like sitting in the house, especially when I've always been one to work, but clearly I was missing something because in that humbling season, God unveiled the truth that I need to do more with my downtime. I run an online business, a blog, and a podcast series. And during those three months, I felt God tugging on my heart to dive deeper into his word. I would do my morning routine, which includes my devotional, reading the Bible, studying it, meditating on it daily. Um, you know, going to the version Bible app and, you know, doing their daily plans. But the thing was, I started seeing that as a duty instead of a privilege of communing with our father. Sometimes along your Christian journey, you start to do things out of ritual instead of relationship. And God wanted me to get my act together because if I see my working for the Lord as an obligation and not a privilege, I missed out on the true joy that comes with sitting in God's presence. I don't want to sound like I'm rambling, but I lost my job for an amount of time. And though I lost paychecks, I gained peace of mind, y'all. I gained better. I did. I learned true balance again. I took myself out and refocused my view, putting God back in the center. It's all right to take a few steps back. Sometimes we got to get knocked back to see what it is that we're missing. Over time, you'll start to unconsciously do things and may not see that you're no longer being quick to listen. Instead, you're probably being quick to speak. And so God had to have you lose some people and some things to get you to see yourself in the mirror. You know in the movies when people are having a rough day, they'll have this scene in the bathroom where they're splashed of water on their face and do this deep gaze into their thoughts, like looking into the mirror. It's like that self-reflecting moment where you know you love God, but you could be doing so much more. That's how I felt. You might be saved, but that doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. You must constantly train yourself in the word. And let's be honest, when you're off your game, it's because you're not consistent. It's cool to take time off, but accountability is everything. When you see yourself lacking or losing focus, it's your job to realign and refocus. The longer you do something, the more comfortable you get. But don't let your comfort get in the way of your process. Getting saved is the first part, but every day... You must subdue yourself in Christ, okay? There's no days off with the Lord. If I'm being honest, when I don't talk to God, when I don't pray, I'm off my game. Like, I am so off my game. Like, I would feel my emotions take over, and next thing you know, I see myself leaning on my own understanding, which usually leads me into having an off day. Remove yourself from anything and anyone that distracts you from better. Yes, remove yourself from anything and anyone that distracts you from better. The only way you can refocus is if you center in on the subject. And since we're talking life, we need to zoom in on our Savior, the one whose example we are called to follow. Instead of multitasking, try dedicating yourself to one thing. 
I mean, fully give your all to one thing because trying to do five things by a certain deadline won't help you readjust the vision. The storyline might have changed, but the title is still the same. The world around us is changing, but the vision is still intact, y'all. Keep your eyes on the prize. The road to victory isn't easy, but God told us in Philippians 3 verses 5 through 21 that the easiest street is a dead-end street. Just because 2020 through obstacles that we've never seen before doesn't mean we cower to easy paths. God said those who take the easy route are are feeding their own desires, not looking at the cost their actions are causing others. God could have let Israel take the short path to the promised land, but he knew they weren't prepared for the fire that was going to meet them along the way. I'm about to, ooh, I'm about to drop some gems for y'all. Don't you know that the enemy tends to our most desired temptations? So of course, if it's easy, the human mind wouldn't think twice about it. But look at verse 18. It says, well, understand that there are people out here taking other paths that will try to get you to go along with them. And in this specific scripture, I hear God asking, How many times are you going to take the watered down version of yourself because you keep taking the easy street? I'm going to ask it again. How many times are you going to take the watered down version of yourself because you keep taking the easy street? Y'all, we're in the fourth quarter, family. You got to stop allowing the adversary to water down our processes by getting us to take the easy way out. Get information. Yes, (laughs) get information. And end the year on a strong note. And don't just stop there. Start sewing for 2021 if you haven't already. Refocus, restart, readjust. If you didn't take notes at all during this episode, write this down. Refocus, restart, readjust. It is the last quarter. Don't give up just yet. Don't give up just yet. Keep going. And last but not least, um, what I do want to say is this. Don't allow your parents' past to be your future. A lot of the times, the reason that we're so quick to just quit on things is because we've seen our parents do it. We've seen that our parents were never able to get past that obstacle, so we just um, play victim to it instead of actually fight for the future that we want. Don't allow your parents' past to be your future. Yeah, your dad um, wasn't able to get that bank loan back in the 80s. But that doesn't mean that you can't get it now. It's different times now. We're in a different world. Okay, you got to start, you got to stop living in fear and start living in faith. You are more than capable to do it because you have Christ inside of you. And no more being reactive. We have to start being proactive so that, you know, when things do take a turn, we have another strategy to fall back on. You know, we always have to just have that plan B in place. So don't give up. Give into faith and just hand it over to God, okay? Allow him to just readjust your mind. Allow him to readjust your perspective so that you can see the new solutions that are out there so that you can achieve the goals that you have written down at the beginning of the year. So that wraps up today's episode. Um, If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast by clicking the subscription button. Also, drop a comment or review down below. Make sure you head over to my inspirational blog on Instagram at Her Devotion. And just go to the link inside of my bio and order yourself a copy of my Steps of Faith journal. Um, And also, make sure you register for the 21 Day Supernatural Fast. All of the links will be located in the description box. So, that's it for today, guys. I hope you guys have a blessed rest of your day, and I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye, y'all.